incredibly exciting. It's really about as a developer, that's an amazing feeling to have. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, and good night, listeners. Welcome to the latest PS5 podcast. I'm your host today, Ali Sylvester, and I'm joined with me, as always, Mr. Sonny Sangera. How are you doing today, mate? Resident Evil. I've just had it on my mind all day today. All day I've had it on my mind after yesterday. I'm doing good, though. I'm pretty sure you're going to talk about it later, but I'm doing good. Yeah, yeah, we're going to dive into it. Uh, listeners, we've got a great episode for you today, as you know. As you have that little preview there. We're going to be diving into Resident Evil, which got announced yesterday. Um, but what have you been playing? What have you been playing lately, man? Uh, so, uh, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition on the PS5. It looks like a PS4 game, but the ray tracing and the loading times, um, which are greatly increased to make it do... It does feel like a PS4 and a half game, PS5 game. I think mm-hmm. I'm just become snobby after Demon Souls. I expect games to look like that now every time <laughs> I play it. But uh, I'm really enjoying uh, Devil May Cry 5. Uh, it's it's so weird. Like I used to find them challenging, and then I played Demon Souls. Now I'm just finding it too easy. Uh, uh, yeah. So you know what it means. I don't know if like the the, <laughs> the ability is like just gone up after Demon yeah, Souls, yeah. but everything's yeah, yeah. just easy now. So yeah, playing Devil yeah. May Cry, bit of Pez online as well as always. Uh, what about yourself? Uh, I've been playing a few games, uh, Astrobot. Whoa, 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 whoa. Before we carry on, listeners, somebody got a PS5. Somebody (laughs) got a PS5. (laughs) Alex has one. Celebration celebration music right here. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, listeners, I finally, finally have a PlayStation 5. It's in my hands. (laughs) It's crazy. And that wasn't out of necessity that you just waited. It's just because we couldn't find one anyway, oh, could we? Yeah, yeah, these things are rarer than blue moons. I mean, I was just so lucky to get one. So I've got to say thank you to my, my colleague, uh, with Sonny Sangera. Um, but yes, uh, I am now proud of a PlayStation 5. And uh, I'll be diving into it even more throughout the coming minutes, hours, days. I'll probably just be lost for years, actually. <laughs> I'm going to have so much fun, especially with that dual sense controller. Uh, but yeah, uh, so on the PlayStation 5, I've been uh, playing around around with Astrobot and uh, trying to bust those time trials. We had a bit of fun They're with that. They're so addictive, aren't they? They are. They are. I had a bit of fun with that yesterday. And seriously, it's always like, it's like drinking. You know what I mean? Like you, need to, you go out for a really heavy night, you think, never again. And it's the same thing as you've done like a time trial. You think, okay, that's it. I'm not going to do it again. Next thing you know, you're back on it. <laughs> you're back on it. Just trying to shave off those milliseconds. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. So, uh, And that's a free game as well. It comes with every edition of the PlayStation 5. So mm. yeah, it's, it's really great. But um. Yeah, okay, we've got some uh, interesting stuff to go through today, guys. Uh, but first of all, we have a public service announcement from Sonny. <laughs> Thank you very much. Well, listeners, you know, over the last few weeks, we've been talking about extra projects and things that, we, you know, big news, big news for us anyway, that we wanted to share with you guys. And, you know, we're finally in a position to share it with you. And that is that the latest PS5 will be launching a uh, Patreon which is a service that provides extra features for you, the listeners. Now, we're only going on two 
tiers for this, which I'll get through in a minute. So what it is, is basically, it's me and Alex, we're both dads, we do this late at night, we pay extra for all these services to make sure that this podcast is available for you guys. So all we're looking for is a little bit of support on that side of things to make sure we can pay for those services, but we're not just asking for the support we're giving in return. So we have two tiers on our Patreon. The link for the Patreon is in the description of this podcast. So all you've got to do if you're using iTunes is just look at the description or SoundCloud, look at the description or whatever service provider you're using. We have two tiers. Tier one is just £1 a month. That's your support for us to help pay for the services. And that's the Sackboy tier. And for that £1 a month, you'll get early access to episodes episode question priority and a patreon shout out on every single episode now yes believe it or not me and alex are going to stick to a timeline starting (laughs) next week when the patreon goes live so we are literally going to stick to it um so the way it's going to work is we're going to record on wednesday nights uh patreon will get access to the episodes on wednesday night slash thursday morning depending on how late we record and then it will go public free on all of the services friday as normal uh, and then the second tier, which is the God of War tier. See what I did there, Sackboy God of War, right? <laughs> the God of War tier is just £3 a month. That's all it is. And what you get with that is you get early access to episodes, same as before. Episode question priority, same as before. Patreon shout out on every episode, same as before. But you also get bonus episodes. So yes, me and Alex will be introducing a second epi- uh, a second show, really. So two episodes a week. This will be exclusive. I know this will be exclusive to um, the three pound tier, and it's just extra things, you know, extra news. But it's not just going to be PS Five. It'll be all things PlayStation, you know. Um, but the most important thing is we want to talk about what you want to listen to. So what that's going to mean is um, you guys will also get exclusive voting power on topics, not just for that show, but also for the main show, which we will put up in the Patreon. So you guys will get alerts to see that, look, this is what we could, you know, a number of subjects that we can talk about on the bonus episode. Please vote. And the one with the most votes, we'll talk about that. Same with the main show as well. We'll put topics up on there that you guys want us to discuss and we can talk about that as well. Also, uh, these tiers will always be evolving. So we'll we'll never take anything away, but we'll always be adding to them if the time constraints allow us to. You know, we're looking at things like just fun little behind the scenes content where, you know, I can show you how I'm recording and things like that. Um, Also, in the future as well, uh, we can, you know, maybe become PSN friends as well on the tiers and we can play online um, and you can all witness me just whooping Alex's butt. You know, on the PlayStation Live app on the PlayStation. Uh, But more importantly, we're going to put fun little things on the Patreon as well, which is, you know, clips of me and Alex playing. So when we spoke about that clean kill in Mortal Kombat a few weeks ago, we captured that on PlayStation. That will go on there, as well as other great things and great moments. Our time trial battles and everything are going to go on there. So there's going to be so much content. If you go to the Patreon website, you do not have to sign up for a tier. All our episodes are also free on there. So all previous episodes. So if you go onto iTunes or anything now, you only start from episode 17 or 18 because we weren't paying for the service at the time. But if you go to Patreon, every episode from one up until 33, which is this episode, will be on there as well as other content and stuff for tiers. So please click the link in the description of this podcast. Just have a look and see what you think. It's worth giving it a try. If you like it, great. If you don't like it, tell us why. Give us that feedback. 
on the Patreon so then obviously we can evolve and create something that you guys really, really enjoy. And again, it's not a money grab or anything like that. It's simply just to pay for the services that we pay for to ensure that we can record these episodes, to make sure that we can keep these podcasts free on iTunes and SoundCloud and all of the places. So yeah, really excited about that. So just head over to the link and uh, take a look. Yeah, that's the latest PS5 if you're on Patreon.com, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, we're going to go straight into the news and what a week it's been. Uh, number one is loaded listeners. We broke it down into separate, uh, separate stories, so get ready. Okay, initially announced last week, Capcom held their brief Resident Evil Village showcase this week and detailed a whole lot of information about the upcoming title. Uh, first up, the release dates and formats. Resident Evil Village will launch on May, this May, the seventh, which means that you were the closest out of both of us. I, I felt, I felt like it was going to come close. I was thinking, yeah. oh shit, he might be right because it'll get delayed or something. But I was just thinking it's going to be close. It's got to yeah. be. I thought they were going to go for the Halloween. But anyway, it's going to be released on the PlayStation 5. It's also going to be released on the PlayStation 4 and other formats. Uh, if you initially purchased it on the PlayStation 4, then don't worry. As a, um, Capcom's going to offer a free digital upgrade to the PlayStation 5 version when you finally end, uh, put it into the machine. Nice. Uh, the game was officially made available to pre-order straight after the showcase last night. Uh, and Capcom announced multiple versions of the game, starting with... The standard edition uh, at fifty nine ninety nine. Uh, then there's the Resident Evil Deluxe edition at sixty nine ninety nine, which includes the game and trauma pack. Uh, this pack contains the following items: uh, Mister Everywhere, Safe Room Music, Found Footage, Resident Evil Seven Filter, uh, Save Device, uh, Chris. What was it? Albert uh, Chris. Uh, we also got. Uh, the tragedy of Ethan Winters, it's the main character of the game, and also you have a chance to try the game on a max difficulty setting. Well, thank you. If you've got if you've got the balls for it. But anyway, <laughs> uh, going up another ten dollars to seventy nine ninety nine, uh, you have the Resident Evil Village and Resident Evil Seven Complete Bundle. This particular bundle is only available digitally and will not be available in stores. Uh, also to note with this bundle, while on the PlayStation, you get instant access to Resident Evil 7 Gold Edition and Village once it comes out. Uh, so on Xbox, you don't actually get that uh, Resident Evil 7 access early. You have to wait till May the 7th to play both games. So boohoo to Microsoft and Xbox. Yay, hey to Sony and PlayStation. Next up... <laughs> um, yet to be priced, you have the Resident Evil Village Collector's Edition. And this comes with, um, with the trauma pack, as mentioned earlier, uh, with an all-in-game and all-in-game items as well. So you get a, um, a Chris Redfield figure, you get a 64-paged art book, you get a, a massive microfiber cloth map and poster, uh, you get a steelbook case and box, uh, which looks pretty cool. Um, if you pre-order any of the versions of the games, you'll get the following game in-game items as well. Mr. Raccoon, Weapon and charm and survival resource pack uh, and finally if you place a pre-order from the playstation store you will receive resident evil village soundtrack along with the game oh wow that's a lot of stuff mm. <laughs> Definitely. and it's after christmas you know so it's, uh, it's looking like a, a worthwhile um feat for uh, resident evil fans definitely you mm. know i'll probably go for the 80 pound one or 80 dollar one what about you uh, I mean, it sounds like every other editions that you get with games. You know, I think what I like about Capcom is they haven't gone overcomplicate. You know, like you, like Ubisoft do, where it's like you have to to get a certain thing, you need a certain thing. I'm pretty sure if you buy the standard edition, you'll be able to buy the trauma pack. 
for like two, three yeah. quid or five, six quid or whatever. But yeah, uh, it's pretty cool. I think I'll probably just go with the um, with the standard or the digital. Uh, yeah, or if I can get the standard edition, if I can get the yeah. deluxe edition, uh, if stores are open from there, I'd probably grab so, that because yeah. it's just got some extra in-game content. Um, yeah. I want to know what the strategy tragedy of Ethan Winters is. So yeah, yeah, I loved Resi 7, so I'm definitely getting it. Um, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. And uh, if you're a lucky PlayStation 5 owner, which I now am, Woo-hoo! thank you very much, gentlemen, uh, but count yourself extra lucky, also announced during the Resident Evil Showcase was an exclusive PS5-only Resident Evil Village visual demo uh, titled Maiden. Uh, freaky. Uh, in this demo, you take control of the character Maiden, and your main goal is to escape the house you start the demo in. Uh, the producer of the game, Pete Fabiano, interesting name uh, also mentioned that another demo will be made available for all formats in the spring around the launch of resident evil village um so yeah we managed to get our hands on the demo yesterday as soon as it dropped and uh without spoiling too much uh yeah the game's a blast um it's, we presume that it's set before the uh what's the yeah. uh, resident evil 8 village uh you play as maiden we presume again i mean it's a first person shooter so with the lack of mirrors you don't actually know what you actually look like uh the mission as we mentioned um it's it's well you're set in the village uh, you're in the middle of a mansion well we presume uh, and you're equipped with nothing more than your wits and your ability to search every nook and cranny of this game or this demo for clues as to what the hell is going on <laughs> uh, clues which there are not a lot of but that's just the beauty about the franchise uh, but the premise is to escape with whatever knowledge you do manage to assemble um, from the beginning there's a little clue for you guys uh, from the first cell uh, if you just read a, little, a certain something you'll find your way out um, but yeah uh, and that dungeon as well that you actually start the game in, which is like a, a cell. Um, it did really give me some Demon Souls vibes, you know what I mean? Especially with the uh, the visuals and the uh, the way the light was bouncing off the walls. Hmm. Um, but yeah, man, what do you think of it? Well, it was it was it looked beautiful, but I mean, uh, you had the 3D headset in, so for you, how oh. did it look visually? How did it sound? And um, yeah, before you answer that, yeah, so uh, Resident Evil Seven had the beginning hour demo. Um, mm. which did link into Resident Evil 7 and it was set before the game. So they did say expect a similar thing with this yeah. one. So uh, it's set before the events of 8, which is Village, and it will probably link into it. But yeah, back to you. You played it visually. How did it sound? Yeah. Everything. Visually, the game is stunning. I mean, you're definitely seeing um, the wizards that Capcom uh, go into town on their Res Engine or RE Engine, but I think Res Engine sounds better. Um, it looks it looks really good, um, especially when it comes to the ray tracing and the general um, environment aesthetics. Um, it has all the Resident Evil trademark jump scares, you know, mm-hmm. so even uh, down to opening the door, it offers that sense of suspension and tension um, as you anticipate what's behind each door. And they just managed to just do it just right that each you know, everything that you see on screen is just um, slightly eerie. Um, but even though I didn't play it on the uh, PSVR, um, the headset with the Tempest audio just kind of filled that void, well, for now at least. Uh, and I was really freaked out. I mean, there's, there's a part in the game that you start hearing whispers, you start hearing sounds coming from left, right, center, and it, they definitely know how to create the, the sense of um, fear or, uh, you know, just a very uneasy environment. But it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. And the fact that you don't actually have any weapons in the game as well just makes it even more terrifying. But um, but yeah, man, I'm actually looking forward to the actual the new game. Can't wait. Excellent. 
Yeah, man. Well, um, okay, so we're going to uh, another story about Resident Evil, and uh, it's the final story, ladies and gentlemen. Um, the Resident Evil Village, uh, the various showcase trailers and demos gave us much more information about the game than what um, we um, than what we expected. Uh, as we spoke about last week, um, Village is a direct sequel to 2017's Resident Evil 7, and once again, uh, we will be playing as the protagonist, Ethan Winters, who, yep, you guessed it, is looking for a family member. <laughs> <laughs> as, always. as always in Resident Evil 7 it was his wife Mia uh, in this game it's his daughter uh, so the game will be as mentioned before be a first person uh, shooter so you see through the eyes of uh, Mr. Winters himself with more focused approach on the melee elements such as attacking and blocking interestingly the game seems to be taking a page out of Resident Evil 4's environment setting uh, in the middle of the village uh, which is not a bad thing uh, we've got to mm-hmm. see footage outside the town um, within the cattles, um, uh, catacombs and mansions and more. So it's, it's going to be a whole village and whatever. Uh, the, inv- the inventory system is also a copy and paste from Resident Evil 4, um, which, is a great, which is great news. Unfortunately, the merchant from Resident Evil 4 doesn't make a return, but we do have a new character called the Duke <laughs> who for similar services. So, you know, you, you place to get your guns and all your weapons and upgrades. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Anyway, man, so um, any thoughts, any last minute thoughts before we dive onto the next? I'm a bit worried because, like, (laughs) as as I told you the other day, what I loved about Resident Evil 7 was the first three quarters of it, which was, uh, you know, there wasn't that much combat minus the boss battles. And it was all about horror and just delving fear. And this did look a lot more action orientated. And again, they could have just showed that specifically in the trailer. Um, And again... I'm going to play it regardless. It looks amazing. But yeah. um, I'm hoping they don't take the the horror aspect away as what they created in Resident Evil 7 because it was so unique. Yeah. But yeah, it, it looks great. You know, it looks great. How did it look for you? Yeah, it looked good. It looked good. I mean, I think the the whole internet's going crazy about this. Uh, the boss, what it seems. We see, uh, I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, if you've actually seen the video or the, the showcase yesterday, uh, there is a giant woman in this game, uh, which is what everybody's calling her now, lady, called Lady Dimiscrew. I can't, I can't pronounce it. Hmm. But anyway, she's massive. And like, uh, yeah, the, the people on Twitter are just blowing up about this character. So it's going to be interesting to see exactly what the character's actually going to do, um, you know, how, how they're actually involved in the whole story. But, um, yeah, Resident Evil, Capcom, it's going to be a lot of fun with a whole lot of jump scares. We have a little bit more about Resident Evil Village. Um, it wasn't the only game announced during the showcase last night. Uh, also announced was Resident Evil Reverse, which is a competitive multiplayer mode uh, that will be free for anyone who owns Resident Evil nice. Village. Nice. Um, the game will have a unique Borderlands cel-shaded type of look, um, and it featured a prominent Resident Evil character such as Chris Redfield, uh, Leon Kennedy, Jill Valentine, Adewong, and more. So you can get your uh, your multiplayer. It looked it looked, it looked cool. It looked like a bit. Of, the fact that it's free, it just looks like a bit of fun, doesn't it? That's it. That's it. I mean, it looks good. It's not a golden eye killer, but it's something which is free. You know, it, that's nice. You know what I mean? And some of the gamers to go crazy about. And you never know; it could potentially take off. It could be a cult classic. You know, they could be onto something there. Well, if you look at right. this, Alex, fifteen yeah. minutes of Resident Evil talk we've had. <laughs> oh, jeez! I think we did well considering how much there was to talk about. <laughs> yeah, pretty good, man. And uh, we they showed a lot, even though it was a short, small, it was a short showcase. But you know, it's Resident Evil. We know what to expect now, right? Quality over quantity. Um, that's what they showed. You know, Microsoft needs to take a page out of their book. <laughs> Microsoft's a bit quiet, isn't it? A bit quiet. I still um, can't. I, I just want to say the hate yeah. that the Xbox 
like Xbox, like fanboys have been given on social media about the demo that's currently on PS5. Oh my god, it's hilarious! Is it? It is absolutely <laughs> hilarious. You know, they're, they're saying it's shit. It's a visual demo, and then uh, some. I read someone's reply was, "How would you know you don't have access to it?" I was just like, "Oh wow, that's the downput." <laughs> We're the closest access I've got is a 1080 version on YouTube you know, of the actual showcase, so uh, not even 4K. But anyway, let's move on to our next <laughs> next line. Uh, we have all right. You're gonna need to help me with this. Tsuyoshi Kodera. Kode. You had it. Tsuyoshi Kodera. You had it first time, and then you tried like like a time trial. You corrected yourself, and you didn't need to. I just want to see if it works. Yeah. So, Tsuyoshi Kodera is a veteran Sony executive, ladies and gentlemen, and he also, unfortunately, he's going to be leaving Sony Interactive Entertainment Division in spring of this year. Kodera will move out into a new role within Sony on April the 1st, as announced to shareholders this past Thursday. Um, so you wonder why is this relevant? Um, the now 30-year-old company man uh, was briefly the PlayStation um, CEO and president before Jim Ryan, uh, before moving on to become the president of Sony Network Group in 2013. Uh, so yeah, when he's big in the game. Mm. Uh, it is here where Cadera launched many of the PlayStation online services that we use today, uh, such as the, play, the PSN Store, uh, PlayStation Plus, and PlayStation Now. So um yeah, well, well, thank you, Mr. Kadera, for all your contribution uh, thus far in your career. It's going to be mm. interesting to see what else you're going to be contributing. And you uh, always need that fresh blood, don't you? Because obviously he's done big things yes, with the store. Plus, but you need those, you need like, you always need the new minds in there. You see it in games where a direct people got crazy when Neil Druckmann became president of Naughty Dog, or co-president. And then it oh, was, are yeah. oh, you going to direct Last of Us 3? It's the same thing here. You need that fresh blood with fresh ideas. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And times are changing. You need to get that energy, that fresh energy. And I just can't wait to see what they're going to do with the system. I mean, it's just so much raw power. Mm. Um, but anyway, uh, moving on to our next story, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, number six, uh, the upcoming PS Plus game, Destruction All-Stars, you know, that game that everybody's been looking forward to. Well, technically oh, yeah, we are now because it's free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ever since it became free, everyone's like, all right, yeah, I'm interested in that game. Before then, it was like, what? I'm not paying $70 for this. Uh, but anyway, um, as we see the brand new trailer uh, this week, and Sony have detailed some key features for the upcoming vehicular combat system, combat game. Vehicular. Oh, nice. Uh, all right, and so become an all-star. Heroes, icons, global sensations, 16 fearless, charismatic, destruction all-stars make up the roster of international competitors vying for the Global Destruction Federation Championship. Hmm. These guys are of pay-per-view and pay-per-rec quality. Uh, <laughs> the main eventers and headliners known across the world. Uh, utilize each all-star's abilities to tailor your tactics and play style. Exploit their agility, speed, or strength to wreck and develop rivals with powerful skills and parkour you know i love parkour i love me a bit of parkour um switch between vehicles or leap onto speeding cars in heart-stopping takeover attempts that sounds interesting to me because i think about mario kart like my favorite thing about mario kart especially on the 64 was always like you know the arena the battle mode same with like other games you know things like rocket league and stuff like that so to have this but to be able to get out the car and be running around like the trailer shows them being chased by other drivers i was like wow yeah. this yeah, looks yeah. kind of fun 
Yeah, it does look like fun. I mean, that sounds better than the first. Um, it sounds better than the Fast and the Furious game. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> was a pile of shit, man. <laughs> yeah. But they should have just like switched the characters or just made it into this or do something like this. You know what I mean? Like mm. a melee game. That'd be sick. Uh, so uh, in this game, also you can have some drive destruction. Uh, the finest engineers have carefully crafted twenty-eight vehicles for the Global Destruction Federation or GDF. A number of basic vehicles will be scattered throughout each arena at the start of every match. Uh, but each All Star also has a personal signature set of wheels that can turn the tide of any battle, um, cause enough mayhem and power up your hero vehicle. Each one is fueled with special abilities to get fans off their seats while they're really, really amping up this game. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, Master uh, the Mayhem Destruction All-Stars roster is packed with fearless daredevils who fought uh, to get to the pinnacle of their sport through masterful skills, precise timing, and cunning tactics. Each competition features specific objectives and targets you need to hit uh, and tailor to force impact, speed, power, um, and the power of your destruction. And hopefully it's going to get some of these trophies as well by doing all these things that they're mm. asking for. Um, create your legacy. Uh, comp- compete in a story single-player series, which is good. Love campaign. Uh, specifically tailored to a number of playable destruction all-stars uh, master over 50 events to prove yourself a destruction legend unlock new skins emotes and banners um, as you take on ai rivals in momentous challenges spread across five global arenas uh, <laughs> and wreck your friends you know 16 player online deathmatch you know everybody wants that so um yeah this game looks exciting and again, like we've said throughout this podcast, it's just because it's free, you mm. know. But um, yeah, man. Do you know what it is? The thing about PlayStation Plus, which is great, hidden gems come out of it. And yeah. Rocket League would not have been as big as it was if it didn't launch on PlayStation yeah. Plus like it did, because millions of people got access to it. People started sharing their footage and everything, and it just blew up. You know, yeah. it was wasn't selling great on PC. It hit PlayStation Plus and it exponentially grew on in sales, yeah, you know. Yeah. Same thing with Fall Guys. Just a small, like independent game. People were sleeping on it. Hits PlayStation Plus, people go absolutely crazy on this game. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it, it might not it's not, it's probably not gonna have the success of them because it is only on the PlayStation five. But yeah. it just looks like and PlayStation Four I think. I'm not sure. But yeah it is PS4 and PS5, isn't it? But it just looks um like harmless fun. I mean, Man Eater is just crazy harmless fun at the moment. And that's what this game is. And it's something different. And it's just to pick up, play it, put it down. There you go. Yeah, it's true. And if it's available on the PlayStation for, I guess, I mean, they're going to take advantage of that whole 110 plus million uh, user base as well. So it could actually end up being really good for this company. Um, mm. So yeah, and I'm looking forward to seeing what the world thinks of it, really. Uh, but yes, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, uh, just to confirm, it is coming to PS4. Oh, it is coming to it PS4. Is. So all you PS4 holders out there, I'm sure you still got it because you can't wait for it to be replaced by your PlayStation 5. Just get downloaded as soon as this game comes out. So um, yeah, man, it should be a lot of fun. Mm. So, uh, well, let's... this is my turn to ask you questions now, yep. mate. So oh, um, on our Twitter, obviously they posted out last week uh, that you, and you couldn't talk about it on last week's episode that you were playing a game, um, you know, so but you, yeah. So people in the, uh, who might not know why uh, in the industry, uh, people get access to um, 
games early for review or preview and things like that, but you sign something on an NDA, non-disclosure agreement, and there's an embargo date, which means you cannot talk about it or write about it until that date hits. Unfortunately, yes. when we recorded last week, we were still within the embargo date, so Alex couldn't talk about it. But Alex, last week, well, for the last what, nine, ten days, you've had Hitman. And yes, that's Hitman 3. Um, and we've had loads of people who wrote in on Twitter and pretty much guessed what it was uh, because it was the big <laughs> game coming out and we spoke about it. And they were asking loads of questions and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, just give yeah. us a bit of an intro. Basically, you've got quite a big Hitman background, haven't you? Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been all right. You know, I've dabbled. I've dabbled as Agent 40, whatever. Not, not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's, what can I say? I mean, uh, long and short of it, it's a freaking awesome game. Um, I've played every Hitman game, um, and I was super excited to play about Hitman 3. Um, I played it from start to finish, all on the glorious PlayStation 5, and ladies and gentlemen, it looks amazing. Um, what makes a great Hitman game are the levels, um, mm. as some of you have come to expect or know. Uh, the level design, especially on this game, is key, and I have to report that the level design is by far the best on this than any oh, other Hitman game. Yeah, and that's really good. Um, it has all the various and interesting routes, which opens uh, options uh, for puzzles, which get which gets you really thinking. Uh, vertical layouts for planning, and uh, it all guarantees multiple playthroughs. Um, just as you like, kind of <clears throat> get to lower the layer of the land. Uh, you always want to improve your rating on each level, uh, and you will always find a new and unique ways to get to your target. Mm. Dude, yeah, I mean, basically, your creativity just goes nuts. Well, you know that was the key thing that i mean i think the last hitman game i played was probably blood money which was mm. way way back i played hitman go but that's not a hitman game um yes. you know but yeah blood money was that but i mean just listening to you there talk about like the levels yeah. and stuff like that it sounds amazing man um yeah got an example yeah, 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 sure, man. Uh, this is a hard one, uh, as it's your imagination that can determine how much fun you have, you know, with a level. Um, True. If I had to pick one, um, I would say it's early in the game, and it sets, um, it's set in Dartmoor, England. Um, you need to kill your target, who is on a set of a movie. But the <laughs> twist is uh, that the movie being filmed is like a murder mystery, so essentially you're trying to commit a murder within a murder investigation. Oh, that's like the most hitman thing I've ever heard in my <laughs> life. I don't want to give away any spoilers, obviously, um, so whatsoever. Uh, and this game level is so amazing. Um, all I will say is that it gets you thinking, and it's so well set up. Um, but yeah, definitely, man. Nice, definitely nice. Different. So what's what's this, what's it about? Like you know, it's a hit. I mean, obviously, it's about killing and stuff like that. But I mean, what's, what's it is? What is it yeah, about? Yeah. Without spoilers, obviously. <clears throat> Without spoilers, of course. Uh, okay, for anyone that's played a Hitman game before, uh, they will agree with me uh, when I say that the actual story arc for each game is its weakest element. Uh, usually, they're set just separate stories based on each mission. Uh, but in Hitman Two, uh, you and your handler Diane. Uh, learn that you have been manipulated by a particular client. This client has put you in the bad books of a huge shadowy Illuminati-like group. Uh, and that's where Hitman 3 story begins. Uh, sorry, listeners, again, no spoilers. Uh, but what, what, what I will say, um, by putting more emphasis on the overarching story, each level feels like there is uh, more riding on it. Uh, there's more context, uh, substance, and meaning. It just immerses you in each level. Thank God, more more. thank God, because like I think that was the thing that like detached me from Hitman games, like on PS4 and like the ones that came out on PS4, you know, like the the episodic one, because it just feel like well, why am I doing it? It just felt like a mini game, just like a mission. Yeah, yeah. It, just, it didn't feel like I was doing it for a bigger cause or a bigger reason. Yeah, yeah. So to hear you say that, I'm just like, yes, 
you're answering what I want to hear, man. You know, that, <laughs> that's cool. But I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah. You, you, you said you played it on PS5. You mentioned it at the top of your yeah. uh, thingy about the graphics and that. But what's the tech yeah, of the yeah. game like, man? It's like one big game, game for the PS5. Game, the game is sick. I mean, obviously, it can unleash its power on the PlayStation 5. It could unleash its power. Uh, the game, as you expect, the mechanics are just the same as the previous Hitman games uh, with a nice visual boost uh, in fidelity and the frame rate. Um, it's a cross-gen game, which mm-hmm. is a shame you can feel um, that in the resolution um, of like 1800p, um, you can see that they've kind of like dulled it down just a little bit, but the frame rate is a steady uh, 60 FPS, which nice. is a nice, nice. You know, it's nice and welcome. And the use of HDR with the lighting is brutal, especially on the Dubai level. Um, it's a sight to behold. I mean, you'd be taking snaps pretty much all day. <laughs> um, but overall, it's a really impressive, um, it's really impressive, like tech side of things. It's looking brilliant and it's running so beautifully on the PlayStation 5. So um, I just can't wait. I'll be turning up that HDR brightness then, mate. You oh, know my what I mean? gosh. Yeah, man, you're going to love it. But it looked um, impressive yeah. at the reveal show. Remember when they revealed it and they showed a Dubai level and you, like, you could see the sun, lay, sun rays and the fl- reflections yeah. and stuff yeah, yeah, like that. So. Yeah, yeah, Of all services, man. I mean, even the reflections upon reflections. I mean, uh, I mean this is only like the first wave of games as well for this generation. So mm. it's going to be really exciting. So with that being said then of everything yep. in the hitman 3 package yep. What's, yep. Your fa- what's your what's your favorite thing about hitman 3 all right without a doubt um the importance of stealth gameplay you know yes. i'm a man honestly yes <laughs> i'm happy you said that <laughs> well i'm a man from like metal gear solid obviously you know i've plucked metal gear solid 3 on a ds on maximum hard settings so you know i love stealth um but it's a nice switch from the action focused games uh, to make it even better you get hitman 1 2 and 3 um you get to you can import levels Mm-hmm. Uh, from previous games um, into free, which just adds, you know, just more to the overall package. Uh, on top of that, you have the PlayStation Virtual Reality support um, for all three games, which is a great package. I mean, that's just a great thank you. And to be actually able to feel like you're Agent 47 is just a dream come true for any psychopathic potential killer. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it makes it a lot more challenging. And to be honest, you just got to get your hands on it. It's a really good game. It's really good. They're, really done well with this and and it's a shame that this is going to be the last in the franchise uh they're wrapping you up aren't they well for the time being we never know what's going to happen in the future well dude like they've announced that it's the biggest digital sales for a hitman launch ever uh which well, you would expect because retail shut but you get the, the, the gist <laughs> you know that it's obviously sold really yeah. really well yeah, um absolutely. and you know the review scores for everybody was just like Nine, 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 yeah, eight, yeah. eight. That's, I think the lowest I saw was seven. You know, I think that's yeah. the lowest I've seen. But so, best Hitman game for you? Without a doubt, without a doubt. And like, like I mentioned before, man, they've actually got a decent story now, so it doesn't just feel repetitive. You're actually playing for something, and the way it ties in all three games as well is just it's brilliant you know what i mean i just hope that um designers and developers just continue doing this just in you know developing the story so it's well, just they're, more well they're making james bond aren't they they've got the james bond and license. that is the next thing that they make yeah so uh from hitman 3 to james bond and wow. you know if the hitman franchise is anything to go by james bond i mean they're going to be able to take it to new heights dude, I mean, the first, you played one? it picture that dubai level but no 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 
kind of, yeah, I kind of got a couple of flashbacks. You know, what I mean, I think they were putting a little bit, a couple of hints in there. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, basically, if they can incorporate some of the skills that they've learned from the Hitman franchise into Bond, I mean, we could be looking at another Smash, which has never really been seen since the likes of Rare. You know, Goldeneye back in the day. Nice. I mean, I know EA kind of had their hands on it um, for a short while, and the games were all right, but nothing really beats Goldeneye. So, mm. but you know, IOI, come on, Amazing. we're looking forward to it. And listeners, anyway, um, we will be getting, you know, we are getting access to games early, you know, same same time as the media and stuff like that. So we will be able to preview and uh, review games on the podcast for you guys and on Twitter. We will be doing that, um, obviously, with embargo dates. So don't expect any special treatment or getting it early or anything like that. But we'll do more f- fleshed out reviews on the patreon side of things as yep. well which we'll get into in the future but yeah latest ps5 will have access to games as well so we'll be able to talk to you about them early as well and give you impressions and mainly tech impressions as well because i think that's what everybody <laughs> wants to hear when they've got a new console yeah. what is it performing like on a yeah. playstation 5 but oh i'm gonna take you back we're, we're going from playstation we 5 to playstation yep. 1 because your 10 what? second game subject is from oh Timothy in Scotland, and it is all about the PlayStation 1 console. Oh, what's happening, Timothy? Cheers. Thank you. <laughs> First one is... Uh, oh, easy, please. Go ahead. Very, very easy for you. Right. All right, you ready? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's number one. So it's known... Uh, bear with me, Timothy. Your spelling is terrible. <laughs> okay, so he's asking, um, why? What was the catalyst for Sony to get into video game console manufacturing? Oh, the catalyst. Why did they um, do it? That's a good one. That's a good one. I'm not really sure actually why they did it, but um, I think they realized that they could make shitloads of money from it. <laughs> and they thought, who's the first person to go to? I'm seeing a country, um, an industry like that. It would be Nintendo. Um, so yeah, that's basically going to be my my answer because it could make a lot of money, and they realized that they had the tech and the know-how. Okay, I'm work. gonna I'm gonna give you the point by default because you said the oh, key yeah. terms uh obviously timothy wrote um you know they were happy to play as a partner with nintendo but was scorned yep. by nintendo like turning their back on them which pissed oh them off right oh, you but mean the origin story you want to know that, that's the okay. catalyst yeah but you got it you said the same yeah, thing yeah. They, they wanted to partner with nintendo for for money didn't they so yeah, it was one yeah. of them so we'll give we'll give you the point we'll give you the like, point on my that. victory dance oh yeah Next question. Right. Question number two. Can you tell me what was... It doesn't have to be the exact number. Um, what was the final sales number of the PlayStation 1 console? The final sales number? Um, I'm guessing maybe 80s? Eh, mate, you're talking not- PlayStation. So it's always over 100 million. You know what I mean? <laughs> With the exception of PS3, right? So home consoles, every PlayStation console has done over 100 million, bar the PS3. PlayStation 1 finished uh, on 102.49 million. Yeah, I know that. But, you know, most of that 20 million that was missing, yeah, that was just like, just, that was just them fiddling with the books. Don't because, think, you know, don't, Nintendo... don't be jealous. Don't be jealous. Okay. Because <laughs> Nintendo had that crown. Nah, nah, anyway. nah, nah, nah. Yeah, don't be silly. Yeah, that's impressive. That's impressive. Really good. It's always done really well, you know what I mean? Which is yeah. uh, a massive, massive thing. Right. 
at the time when the PlayStation was at its height. Yeah. Right. Um, what? <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna skip that question, but he wrote five, so I'm only okay. giving you four because that one makes no sense. Uh, okay. What was the best-selling game on the PlayStation One? And it's an it's a A B C D E. Okay. Was it A Metal Gear Solid? Mm. B FIFA '99. C yeah. Gran Turismo. D Spiral the Dragon. Or E Crash Bandicoot. Hmm. Can I get that list again? <laughs> uh, I forgot what it was. Okay. Uh, was it A, Metal Gear Solid, FIFA 99, yeah. Gran Turismo, yeah. Spyro the Dragon, or I can't remember, Crash Bandicoot? I'm going to go with Gran Turismo. Gran Turismo, it was indeed. Was it? Well done. 10.85 million shipped. You know, <laughs> they actually sold more than that in its lifetime, but that's what they got it as, you know. Um, yeah. You say shipped or chipped? Because no, that was no. one of the biggest proponents of uh, the PS1 success and the fact that it's one of the first consoles that you can actually easily get pirated games for. But anyway. <laughs> it's just as it's like it's like releasing like you know counting refurbished consoles as sales and counting new <laughs> machines that don't play the older games like you know oh, oh, yeah, we DS. Yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go on there, right? We'll go. Okay. Referring to Nintendo's family, Switch family of consoles, which final one, just one console. But final anyway. one for you, dude. Are you ready? Yep. How much memory? How much RAM was in the PlayStation One? How much RAM? Oh my god, it would have been nothing. Um, probably about what. A, a couple of megabytes or something like this had nothing. What's your final answer? Uh, yeah, yeah, just say a megabyte, two megabytes, three megabytes, nothing more than four. You gotta give me one, you gotta give me one quick. Three, all right, all right. um, two, go for two, one. two, right in the middle. Indeed, it was two megabytes. Of was it? it was, and the yeah, funny yeah, thing is, uh, um, Namco <laughs> were begging Sony. So Sony mm. initially only had one megabyte. They begged them for four, and they settled on two. So, but they were like, imagine what could have they could have done with PlayStation One if they had four they megabytes. Yeah, they could have. Oh, hold on, no, was it? It was. It was two, 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 two. Um, two megabytes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, that's 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 insane. And um, but look how much look how much success they created from two megabytes, you know, it's to crazy. now, which is in the gigabytes. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. But, um, but yeah, yeah. Next question. Come on. That was it, mate. That was it. Oh, that, that was it. it. Four oh, questions. Great. You got that, three, that out three, three out of four. Perfect it's so funny that the one the, the funny you would get it's so funny that the one you would get wrong is that you're just denial for sales numbers <laughs> listen yeah Sony has been known it's not really unofficially but <laughs> to duck to their to duck to their numbers um but anyway um they did have a really successful run from the gate and uh yeah i'm sure nintendo was kicking themselves um, but then again, like the way the route that Sony went, I mean, they matured the video game industry, didn't they? They enabled it commonplace to see 15, 18 rated games, you know, games like Grand, uh, Grand Theft Auto, like the original mm. top-down version, which, you know, caused all that controversy, would never have seen the light of day on a Nintendo system. So, you know, and if they if they were, did partner with Nintendo, it probably wouldn't have been successful, you know, so. But um, somebody else would have filled that back you. But thank you, Sony, for going out on a limb and making the world appreciate video games once more and uh, more and more people's hands anyway. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man. Well, uh, wow. What a, what an episode, guys. We went through a lot today. Yeah, it's very Resident Evil focused, but you know, I think it was all right. <laughs> it was all right. And hopefully I'm sounding a bit better now. I've got a new mic. So, um, oh, yes. Yeah, you do indeed. You do indeed. 
Yeah, yeah, cheers. It should be in Tempest Audio. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, uh, thank you again for listening. And uh, as we mentioned earlier, uh, do check out the Patreon. Uh, we'd love to support. We'd love to keep doing this for you guys. I mean, we love doing it anyway. And uh, we've got so much plans and so much stuff to uh, offer you guys for the for the next or for the foreseeable future, even in the next couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, guys. Thanks for listening. And Mr. Sonny Sangera, the final word of the day. Uh, quickly, just before the final word, just to let you know as well, oh, what we will okay. post on the Patreon tomorrow, which is a Friday, uh, Saturday, is what content will be available for Patreons next week. So you can actually see what you're going to get each week. We'll do that. So at least you can see, okay, this is what we're going to get next week. So you can see exactly what you're getting um, for either your one pound or your three pound and in regards to my final word mm. you ain't never gonna touch my astral bot time <laughs> oh, time trials never gonna touch time, it time, time trials time trials <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i will i'm gonna record it and i'm gonna put it on the patreon that's gonna be another one for the fans to see <laughs> we'll see we'll see good night everyone yeah yeah, yeah good night guys <laughs>